You're listening to Irish Radio Canada's Roman Abroad, and as we talked about last week, and we're focusing a little bit more detail this week on the Ottawa Irish Film Festival, and one of the movies being screened is You're Not My Mother, and the actress Hazel Dupe is in that, and I've seen Hazel in Jack Taylor series, which I would strongly recommend to anybody. Uh, I love Jack Taylor. <laughs> Float Like a Butterfly, uh, Michael Inside, a long string of credits, and uh, anything I have seen, tremendous acting. Uh, Hazel, thanks a million for coming along, and we also have Patrick Murray here with us. Patrick, thanks for taking the time as well. Before we talk about You're Not My Mother, I, I can't but talk about Jack Taylor, because it's such a powerful series. It must have been fun doing that. It was. It was very fun. Yeah, I remember it was my one of my first ever projects that I was on and I remember thinking like it's a mystery thriller type thing in itself so I was very into that as a kid and I remember being an 11 year old and just walking onto set and then going home and having the most fun on set and going home and being like to my mom oh my god I get to come in here and do this exact same thing tomorrow (laughs) it was uh yeah it was mad it was a a new world for such a series that I know in North America it's been very well received, it's watched, it's loved. So it's not just something that was localised to Galway or to Ireland. So in an awful lot of ways, it, it, I'm sure that must have surprised you to some degree as well. Well, it's surprising me now. I had no idea it had such a big following in uh, North America. That's really cool. Uh, yeah, I know that it was, I think it was big in Germany maybe. And I think it was a half German production. So it, I think it might have been even bigger in Germany than it was in Ireland. Um, but yeah, that's news to me that it was big in Canada. Given that that was at a young age, you obviously were very, very interested in acting from a young age and you were encouraged. Very much so, yeah. I have two very supportive parents that have stood behind me all the way. Like they made, they they put in their best effort to give me every opportunity that was possible. Yeah, my mum used to run lines with me and do self-tapes with me and auditions with me, like on the days coming up to my auditions. Um... And only like years later, I realized that not all parents do that. Not all kids have the the luxury of having parents who decide not to work to try and help you fulfill your dream. Yeah, so having that support was vital and I'm just going to be always grateful for that. And for a lot of parents, it would be kind of saying, well, okay, it's great to do acting on the side, but you need to have a real job. So to get someone to encourage you towards the arts which can, for many people, be struggle. Yeah. From then, you've had a good career as a, a because you're still what would be a very young actress, but you've, you've had quite a large portfolio to date. Yeah, it's, um, it's growing. It's steadily growing. I mean, I've been acting for a long time, so I've been acting over half my life, and um, you kind of... I mean, the first thing I ever got was Titanic Blood and Steel, which was um, a production that kind of marks the beginning of my like just my entrance into film and and ever since then I kind of I believed that things would come if if I was if it was the right path for me I believed that I would I would be noticed or like that I would get jobs that interested me Um, and I was very lucky to have that mindset and to be to have been granted it by my parents as well and then they did. Yeah, I was super lucky and things kind of snowballed and I'm happy to go to the <laughs> And the other thing is, Lynn, the arts world, whether it be the theatre, acting, music or whatever, it's highly competitive. While it may be supportive of each other, it's just there's a limited number of opportunities. So, you know, you really have to have the commitment and the push 
to make it. Yeah, I think it was a couple of years ago, I think it was a lot more competitive, especially amongst uh, women in the industry. And I don't think that that was due to our nature. I think it was due to the fact that there wasn't a lot of jobs going for women in film. And um, yeah, it did. I noticed myself, I was very jealous of people who got roles that I didn't get and the roles that I wanted because there weren't enough of the really interesting ones going around. But in recent years, the scripts have changed. The uh, characters have become a lot more developed. And um, even side characters, like a couple of years ago, the side characters that were coming in into the inbox like wouldn't have been too interesting. And now they're just like, there's so much more background and richness to these characters and it's a lovely thing to see so I don't think I don't think it's going to be like that for very much longer to be honest if it's even still like that now and Irish cinema has developed to a point where what might have been the perception of if you want to get into the international market there has to be an element of stage Irish and thankfully that's gone that yes, you know exactly. what what you're doing in in this there's the horror end of it and there has been like the dig that Patrick had previously in, in a previous festival. There's challenging movies that border on science fiction, horror, and the likes of Taylor even, is not what you would call stage Irish. So that in itself is a richness. And you, you, must be delight, you must have been delighted as well when you got the role in Full Like a Butterfly. Then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I remember Flow Like a Butterfly. I, I thought that that role had gone. I thought it was out the, out the window. And... Three years after the, the first audition I did, Carmel Winters, the director, came back to me asking me if I was still free, if I would still want to have a meeting. Um, and we set one up and um, she gave me the role and I was blown away because I was convinced. Myself and my mum were walking through town one of the days, like a couple of years later after the audition, and we were like, surely that film felt like a butterfly would have been made by now. We shouldn't be seeing posters on buses. And then like <laughs> a couple of weeks later, <laughs> that comes into the inbox. Like, it was cool. And it's such a great script. It's so gripping. And like, Carmel is a fantastic creator and artist. And I was just so lucky to so Hazel, you're not my mother. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so you have an, an, ele- it's a, an element of what it would be. Uh, I remember my wife Mary brought me to a film many years ago in the Bytown, Patrick, and we came away from it feeling bereft. Or That was the description. And as I said to Mary afterwards, would we ever read, read the description before we go to the movie, please? <laughs> <laughs> the element of don't know is horror the correct word in this it's not i think horror is a correct word i think the word horror is associated now with a lot of like base level or um surface level uh stories that are kind of just relying on the cheap thrills i suppose but i think at, at its core horror is a very fundamentally important genre of film I think we can use that to describe this film Yeah because I suppose Hitchcock was suspense in many ways but then there was a period where horror just was ghoulish Yeah, it was blood and gore and ghouls and and it it lost its I suppose. How did it then feel to from an acting perspective to be in something like that and does it make different demands on your acting ability, your strength whatever is in you to uh, get into roles like that yeah I think it does it requires a different headspace to be in um I've kind of always played roles that were heady that were just like you know characters that were in the head a lot and so this wasn't too out there for me in terms of that but 
to play somebody who's on edge for a whole film and that film is an hour and a half long but that shoot was five weeks is um is a very it's a commitment so um I knew what I was getting into when I started it and I took all the precautions to try and keep myself sane <laughs> um, and I had a great relationship with Carolyn, uh, with Kate, with Jordan, um, Ingrid, everybody who was on that set. Um, they were all just top class people and I think that's that's what you get out of Irish films is um, getting to make it with these wonderful people. So horror was something that I'd wanted to do since I was a kid. And when Deirdre Levins, the producer, found me up and she said to me, um, this is before shooting, she goes, um, oh, it's great that you're on. Uh, we're delighted to have you. And um, a lot of people don't, don't love, you know, committing to genre films because of the type of thing that they are. And I was like, oh, what do you mean genre films? And she said, um, oh, you know, just like horror films. And that was absolutely bizarre to me. I was like, how could somebody not want to be in a horror film? Um, but I was seeing horror as, as what it is in Kate's script. Like, I think that's the genius of horror. And Kate has made a masterpiece of a script. And I remember reading that for the first time and thinking, I have to be in this. Um, yeah, once I started reading, I couldn't stop, and then I read it straight straight away after I finished it. Um, yeah, that was that was a pretty big moment when I got the call to say. So, Hazel, given the the particular genre, uh, this was shot, I take it, predominantly during COVID and lockdown and a variety of other restrictions. So, the thing you just mentioned, the ability to keep your head straight when off the set would have actually probably been a bigger challenge than it would have been in normal times because to decompress and to socialize uh, and to get some degree of normal back in your life would have been a bigger challenge. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I had only just kind of turned 18 um, the previous, was it the previous year? Yeah, I think I turned 18 the previous year and then lockdown kind of came into force. Um uh, so I wouldn't have been one for going out for pints when I was 16, 17 after a day's work on set. But, um, yeah, it would have been, it would have been definitely nice to have a bit of time and people to spend your time with, like that, that freedom. But we were in level five lockdown, so mm-hmm. we were just feeling so lucky that we could even shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you take, like, beggars can't be choosers, you know? You just take, all the precautions you can with yourself to keep yourself healthy in in all Mm -hmm. aspects. And I think think. so to put it in summary, because uh, we do need to to wrap up and Patrick uh, jump in if you need to, but um, you're not my mother is a story of, I suppose where your fictional mom uh, disappears for a period of time. And when she returns, um, you have difficulty relating to her. So in a sense as well, what the movie is asking you to do is to develop two relationships with two, uh, what what should be the same character. (laughs) Yes, very well put. Yeah, for sure. Now she comes back and she's acting a bit strange and um, there's this little glimmer that we see of Shar and her mum's relationship before she goes missing. Um, And I think think that's a nice little entryway to, to what could be for the the mom and daughter you can see that the, even between the strained relationship um, there's still a lot of love and mm-hmm. loyalty to each other so when she comes back that loyalty sticks around mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. there's a reason for a lot of 
Mm-hmm. So now wanting to steal storylines or anything, Patrick, do you want to give us time details, connection details? Yes. Oh. Yes, it's happening uh, Saturday on the uh, 9th at 8 p.m. at the Alma Duncan Saloon at the Arts Court Theater. Hazel will be there to answer your questions, uh, audience, and uh, we're excited to have her there. And uh, and uh, I'm interested to hear more. About, I heard talk more about the film and even uh, she has these amazing parents having to uh, act for five weeks like she's got this uh, really scary mom, which it must be uh, – a stretch for her, considering she seems to have an amazing mom in real life. <laughs> Indeed, because so many, so many might say that that was an easy role to play, but it's a <laughs> Indeed, Patrick, I want to thank you for taking the time and connecting with Hazel. Hazel, it has been a real pleasure, real honor meeting you, and thank Hi. you so much for taking the time. And uh, as they say, break a leg. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me.